Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I'm your host, Whiteout. Hey, it's Pandora. And today we have a a interesting episode and it might, I don't know, jog your memory a little bit uh, because it sounds like another episode that we've done before. Uh, And that was the Bennington uh, Triangle, right? Yeah. Bennington. Bennington. And then, uh, so now that we're going to go into the Bridgewater Triangle, but before we go into that... um, uh, Yesterday, NASA sent out uh, or launched out uh, one of their their new missions, uh, and it was pretty successful. NASA has been recently on the news for a lot of things. Uh, One of the things they've been on the news besides this launch, because it's a collaboration with SpaceX, um, they were in the news for the parallel universe thing that they had uh, discussed. And uh, that was pretty interesting. Uh, so the uh, U.S. astronauts were in disembarked, and so they uh, were on board the what is it? What is it called? The Dragon, I think, is called the Crew Dragon. Uh, so they boarded the International Space Station, and so that was a success. And so you know, NASA hasn't. I mean, they've been doing you know an extensive amount of different types of launches and um and spacex of course uh, as well and everybody knows spacex from you know its founder uh from tesla Mm -hmm. and so elon musk elon musk and so you know it's been it's been quite an interesting uh week i mean there's obviously you know what's going on in and our today's events uh with uh with the riots and everything that's going on uh but uh, we wanted to talk about of course the fringe of things because that's you know what we do here in the cloaked and um, of course we'll go and dive into the bridgewater uh phenomenon i guess you can say now the bridgewater triangle is a it's, it's a very extensive area because it involves other towns in it i mean this is 200 square miles of uh, of uh, of different areas that are in within the Massachusetts um, southern eastern area, and it's been surrounded and hit with a paranormal phenomenon. And I'm talking about everything from orbs, poltergeists, Bigfoot creatures, um, swamp so thing, smorgasbord. Yeah, everything you've heard of. <laughs> yes, every, literally everything because it's it's like a Skinwalker Ranch of the the Northeast Coast, right? Yes. Like it's that's kind of what the Bennington Triangle was too, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It, it's it's I don't a lot know of, what it is about these areas that attracts a, everything. Yes, and it kind of reminds me a bit of like you said, Skinwalker Ranch, and there mm-hmm. is that show Skinwalker Ranch. Um, oh, and speaking of shows, uh, they are making a Bridgewater Triangle show. It's not a docu-series, right? No, it sounds like it's more of like a fantasy, like a fa- sci-fi. It's a sci-fi, kind of whatever. Yeah. Uh, which I wish they wouldn't have done that. I wish they would have done more of a docu-series. 
uh, that's more interesting than a show that's probably not going to last. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, and I'm being real. If it's not done right. I and mean, it's de- definitely not done right. And if it doesn't make any sense to anybody, um, it's, it's not going to last. And just, that's just me being frank. Uh, but the but it might drum up interest you it know what might I mean? drum like, up interest because there are people out there that like oh yeah really course. look into this but area if 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 they can if it can draw up interest for a real show uh to spun out like skinwalker ranch uh that could be pretty pretty good if because the same people who are behind skinwalker ranch are the same people who are behind oak island Mm-hmm. Um, which so is done very successfully. Very successfully. Yeah. And so if if they can do something like that, that would be amazing if they could do that for for the Bridgewater Triangle phenomenon. Um, I would totally be behind that. I know there are several people in this area that would love to see that happen. I know there's a, um, like you said, Pandora, there was a... There's a private Facebook group, so don't go join, but... Yeah, it's like eighteen thousand people. They really want to be part of the show. It's right. supposed to be coming up, and for all I know, it's just people wanting to be extras in the background. Right. But I think there's also a lot of people that are like, I want to share my story, or you know oh, how yeah. you see those bigfoot shows and, where people want to like go to a town hall and tell their account. Oh, yeah, of, and I would love to hear something like that. Yeah, it would be amazing. And we kind of we briefly talked about uh, if there was a strictly a podcast mm-hmm. that would record all of their stories that would be amazing because there's quite a few stories that you and i had run into weird um, stories very weird stories and you have a few of those stories and uh you i'm definitely gonna let you um uh talk about some of those stories because it's very interesting uh type of shit that is just all over the place it really is it is and when we say it's all over the place i'm talking about giant snakes it has everything (laughs) giant snakes balls of fire Thunderbirds, Bigfoot, Swamp Thing, some Calm down, I'm not gonna creature tell all of those the, yeah, I know there's, a, <laughs> but it's there, out but there. It's, it, yes, and when you said it was a smorgasbord of shit, you know it really is. It's a charcuterie board. It, like, I, mean, I don't know. I just wanted some cheese or something. It, it is the fucking <laughs> I don't know what has the Costco of fucking you know strange phenomenon. Um, it has. It <laughs> really is packed. Costco of paranormal shit. It even has missing four hundred one shit, and we'll of definitely course, go into course. that as well. It's uh, got we'll, a swamp. They, they got everything. They got a, they got a, they got a strange rock somewhere. Uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, it really, it's really, it's really strange. I mean, because there is a lot of history in the area. Uh, there, there is just a lot of weird New England history, and uh, it, it, it's it played with you know different sites of different things everything from uh, a state hospital that had reported strange things uh which included you know ghost apparitions where people would see shoulders and legs running around in Ew. this state hospital like <laughs> i said very strange things um and then even all the way to alleged satan- satanic cults uh, from the 1960s and 70s, and even in, and it drifted into the 90s. Uh, so, like I say, you know, there is a plethora of you know phenomena. Like everything satanic is in the 90s. Yes. Was it, it just like the trend it, back then? I don't like have, I have no idea, but I mean, it was definitely. You know what I mean? Because even like in movies and shows, it was all I, like. I, I feel like people started, go, you know, oh, they were interested in it. Like interest peaked 
and there was people who were like balls deep in it, like Satanism <laughs> and shit, that took some of those people and led them into a cult. And that shit is where things got weird. The derailed and really bad. Fucking derailed. Uh, there's even a a school, a one room school in Harbin I School. Saw that. Yeah. Uh, did did you what did you read on that one? Not a whole lot, but it was just it's a little you know when you think of like school back in the day, it was just like one little building. One little building, uh, and which is a room. It, it was a. Uh, it's pretty old. Right. And it was active up until like 1937 from what I remember. Mm-hmm. And they recently had redone it. Like they renovated it. it so you yeah. can go and like visit. It's not like a school anymore. Like a historical anymore. site thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean with that being said, they said that they, they experience activity there. And they think it kind of like peaked once people renovated the site. Almost like they woke it up. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I don't know if it's, like, little kids that they're hearing. But oh, that's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> little, little children. It's very creepy. Uh, it looks really small, though. It's just, like, a little it white. It is very small. If you school, think about, like, like, building, you know, back in very townsy schools. It's a very townsy school. Like, it's townsy? very, it's a very small school. It's, so it's like from when, the 1840s. It's so when it's a pretty... school, it's when, it's, it's a school when a town is barely, you know, going up and running. You know, it's one of those. They hear voices. Yeah. And mm. so it's very creepy. People hear voices. It was renovated in 1968 uh, to celebrate the town's anniversary. And yes, it was uh, 1937 is when it was last used. And yeah, people That's definitely still like hear voices years and shit. Of use almost. Fuck yeah, dude! This is strange. And not to mention more than a hundred years of existence, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Um, but let's deep dive into some of these stories that you heard. Uh, what did What do you got? What did you read? So, I was trying to find like some good witness accounts. Right? Oh yeah, because yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff is just like, oh, you know, there's crime and whatever. But I wanted to know more like what people have experienced. Mm-hmm personally that was really weirded them out right so it's like i said it's all over the place but um some of these are a little older this one is somebody that when they were like eight or nine years old back in like circa 1985 Mm -hmm. they were growing up along um the west monpensett lake area so they could see the lake out from their window right right so, um, this girl wakes up, looks out the window one morning, and sees these two barrel-sized-looking humps in the lake. It's, like, about 40, 50 feet from the shoreline. And they look like a brown, shiny color, maybe about four feet across each. So, they're pretty large. And they're sticking out about two feet from the water. And at first, it looks like it's just, like, inanimate objects, like something... Uh, like just two rubber sacks out in the water, something like that, right? Right, yeah. And then all of a sudden they start moving and all of a sudden then they submerge like in one single motion, which made it seem like it was no longer two things, but like one thing that had like these hump shapes. And so this person doesn't think it was a turtle or a muskrat or a beaver or anything like that because they're familiar with those things. And it also wasn't uh, like some kind of debris or a log because the way it moved. So that was one thing that seemed like a like a lake monster to them. Yeah, like some kind of but, like swamp thing or something. Yeah, like and people have reported right. to see weird things in the swamp or like in the lake right. areas there. 
And speaking of Swamp Thing, um, there was definitely like a, you know, back in the day, there was a, um, like you said, there was a sightings, you know, of Bigfoot, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Or even like ghostly things on the water. Yeah, ghostly things in the water. (laughs) But, you know, you were talking about this Swamp Thing or, you know, this thing and and, and these creatures. Um, There was an expedition team that was formed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they were trying to get out there to photograph uh, and capture a Bigfoot or a Swamp Thing. And because there were so many stories of people finding something uh, that resembled a Bigfoot or something like a Swamp Thing or some kind of swamp creature of some sort. Uh, because they there were so many eyewitnesses seen this thing they would you know be driving along the highway or the road or something Mm -hmm. or they would be outside of their yard and look into the woods and they would see this big fucking thing you know this giant humanoid looking gorilla looking uh man you know walking through the woods and you know what was that people wanted to know so that Hockamock Swamp uh, that you're talking about, that has a pretty crazy history, right? Right. Because um, when I looked into it, it was the site of the King Philip's War. Mm-hmm. So this is like way, way back. But it was um, where there was like maybe 3,000 men, women, and children that got killed for, as far as like the natives of the land. The right. Wampanoag. I don't know if I'm saying yeah, that right. but the Wampanoag. Um. So they they had about 3,000 people that either were killed there or sold onto slave ships. And that's also the area where it was like the final holdout for Meta Comet and his warriors. So uh, there's this cave there called King King Philip's Cave. Right. It's like weird rock formation thing. Uh, Supposedly that's like where that uh, native chief was kind of holding out at the very end. And one of his own men killed him. And then the English also beheaded him. So there's a lot of people that think that that area got cursed by the natives as well. Right. Because of all the stuff that went down. Right, 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 right. Um, so there's that to the swamp. Mm-hmm. But I've also seen that there's a lot of people that they always say that they feel like they're being watched. Right. Um, even people that don't know the history, like they're just touring there. Mm-hmm. Those t- come back with stories saying that they felt real uneasy, that they felt like they were being watched. It, or that they see stuff out in the water. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it just sounds very, very strange. I mean... Uh, it I sounds know eerie. Like colonial settlers call it the devil swamp, mm-hmm. right? It's a, and, where evil spirits dwell. Yeah. Like, that. like, that's what the name means. And there was a lot of reports of people seeing flying creatures in the area. Yeah, like and weird humanoid figures pe- and flying things. Yeah, you have a story of a flying thing as well, right? Yeah, I came across several. One of the like better ones that I thought, because um, it's like two people and it's broad daylight, right. which makes it crazier. Um, so there's this woman, uh, her and her daughter are driving down Administration Road, which is by the Bridgewater Correctional Complex, and mm-hmm. they see this pine tree that's bent, not... Like, broken, bent, but just curved. Curved. Uh-huh. So it's coming down, um, like, across the middle of the street that they're driving in. So they have to stop because it's, like, in their way. And um, so it's, like, 2.15 in the afternoon on a Saturday, like, broad daylight. Um, the woman driving is just, like, whoa. Like, the first thing that catches her attention is that this tree is bent over, 
without being broken. And so that's the first thing she notices. It, but the daughter that's in the car sees that there's like something on the tree that's holding it down that way. Mm-hmm. So as they stop, they don't you know know what to think because it looks like there's this tall man, kind of like hunched figure. And they describe it as looking like he's wearing like a skin tight black suit with almost like large bat type wings. Right. <laughs> so like Batman? No. Um, Something like that. Yeah. But it's like it's a black matte color not shiny at all and it's like a head to foot and he's hunched down on this pine tree so it's his weight that's actually holding it down and then they're just kind of there for a few minutes and then he straightens up and then literally like leaps and flies over the top of the trees to the other side of the road and then the pine tree that he had been on is like it bounces back up and it's there like rocking back and forth until it's normal again and (laughs) You know, she wants to point out that, like, they were awake, rested, lucid, you know, no drugs, no alcohol. It was broad daylight. Like, that's what they saw. So, you know, it's one thing if it's at night. Right. But broad daylight, it's completely... It's a whole other thing. Yeah, it's like, you know what you saw. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, you saw yeah, what yeah. you saw. <laughs> yeah. There's no, like, I thought it might have been this, but I couldn't see. Like, it was broad daylight. Yeah, and that's kind of like one of the, you know, the strange things that... There's these humanoid-looking things. There's these, like, cryptos. It reminded me of, like, the Mothman, but right. then, I don't know, the way it's described looks different. Because mm-hmm. the wings look more like a bat. But the, I don't know, because Mothman, is that disca- described as, like, being all black? Um, I feel like it's not, y- but... I want to say yes. When it's drawn up, it means it's drawn up in black, but... Uh, yeah, like, I always think it's, like, brown or mothy looking. I don't know. I, I don't know, you know, I don't know. It's, <laughs> um, I want to say, because a lot of the times when people are seeing this, is That or Batman's dark. real, I don't know. And when it's dark, people, you, I mean, you're not able to tell if something's, like, a dark blue, or is it like, a dark red, or is it a dark brown? That's true, because this is a daytime sighting, so right, the fact that it right. looks so black, like, matte black in the daytime is kind of yeah. creepy. And there's been many people who are have been camping or hiking in the area who have seen a giant bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, like I said, you know, a lot of people describe it as a thunderbird type of thing. And there's been a lot of sightings. I mean, they go back as far as the 1970s, um, in some cases even further uh, to the 50s. Now, you know, we're talking about like, uh, you know, cryptos and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, back in the, uh, the high point from what I understand, is the 1970s because, and and I say this is the high point, even though, you know, it started reappearing back in the the late 90s and even currently. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I say the 70s because it's when people think it went batshit crazy because, and I say batshit crazy, is because they were Mm -hmm. finding what looked like killings of pig, pig and sheep. Mm. Um, in in the local farms, uh, like animal mutilations too, right? Right, right. And so you know, and 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 uh, farmers who have dogs where we bark and go crazy at something that was out there uh, with the uh, with the cattle or with the, you know with the herd or with with, uh, with the pigs and stuff and um, you know a lot of times people thought it was like a like a wolf or whatever and been in occasions people you know talk about a smell you know that mm. trash hot water smell just really nasty smell 
And if you know about Bigfoot, that yeah. smell has been described as some a type of smell that you would smell when there's a Bigfoot sighting. So, you know, people started putting that together. And so, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it is 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 that what people were seeing or is that what what was happening? Was there a Bigfoot eating, you know, their farm creatures, their their pigs and sheep? And, you know, a lot of their stories just range from everywhere because, like I said, you know, people would be driving on the road and, you know, they would see this like uh, Bigfoot looking thing. And, you know, uh, a lot of their sightings stretch out to Route 44. Now, Route 44, there's been a lot of strange phenomena on that route. Um, there's been talks about a redheaded hitchhiker. Uh, and that's like a whole other thing. That's its own chapter, you know. Uh, motor motorists have talked about seeing this full bearded figure on the road. It looks like he looks like a hitchhiker, and people would stop to pick him up, but then the man just like fucking disappears. And so, you know, people who drive through this road always see this figure, and you know, they stop to pick pick up this hitchhiker whoever this hitchhiker is and they're and then this cre- this creature this uh individual just vanishes just fucking disappears out of nowhere and who's who is this mysterious person like why why are they out there um you know what's going on you know that this person is there on on the side of the road and there's been a lot of uh, of theories of who this is and some people have said that maybe it's a person who was murdered in one mm-hmm. of the satanic cults and like i said there was a lot of satanic cults um you know a lot of these theories about these uh you know satanic cults that were out there and you know there was even some of uh, of people talking about uh these uh these cults that were out there and you know these these people who had you know back in back in the 90s you know they were finding you know these these bodies and you know these bodies were cut in a certain fashion and they were they were drained of their blood and See, so that's weird. <laughs> and 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 some of the bodies that they were found that were just found out they were attributed to suicide um which is you know some people you know that you know that's a whole other thing like what drove them to suicide there's a lot of questions for that mm-hmm. and then there were some the other ones that they were they would find that were drained of their blood no blood was found in in some of Which these bodies. Which sounds like a lot of those animal mutilations too. Yeah. You know what I was wondering, like, from what we know of Bigfoot, like we assume it just probably eats things like any other animal. But I'm like, what if they drain blood? Like, that's you know what I you mean? Know, yeah. I mean, what if what if they did? What, what if, if they, they don't eat the way we think, like a bear eats? What something? What if they're a bit uh, like cannibal? Like, right? I mean. Who's to say they're not cannibals, or, or have that tendency, or maybe there's another clan <laughs> that just eats that you know wants to eat. You know, they're more like meat eaters, but you know, maybe want to eat humans. I don't know. I mean, um, 
but I think it's more of a the satanic type thing, maybe. That's, maybe. Yeah. Um, there's just... Yeah, because again, you can imagine, like, that involving, like, blood right. and ritual type stuff. Yes, so it's very ritualistic, in my opinion. There the need to drain the blood. Right. Um, there was this news article that I found that was very interesting uh, about, and it was about... People in, in, in this uh, street were hearing that a child scream and the disappearance of this child. Uh, they reported these like this kid was screaming uh, and he had disappeared. Now, this event happened in 1934, uh, March 28, and a four and a half year old named Alden Johnson had disappeared. And what ends up happening is that neighbors were hearing these screams it was so loud it was so bizarre and people thought it sounded like there was a child in pain somebody was hurting this kid right and you know people thought well you know this some this kid is hurt Mm -hmm. some kid is hurt other people thought someone's trying to kidnap this kid so what ends up happening is when uh they start looking for this screaming of this child. Turns out this boy is missing. You know, this uh, this uh, Alden kid who was four and a half had gone missing. So what ends up happening is they end up doing this uh, search and rescue. Looking for this kid. You know, mm-hmm. they had uh, an unknown number of police. 300 volunteers. They had this group called the Civil Conservation Corps uh, group that went to go look for this kid. Uh, they did an extensive search uh, looking for the kid. And then they ended up finding this kid passed out in the woods by one of the one of the local CCC members. Um, <laughs> and they and they found him out there and he was. You know, out there, he had walked out alone, and when he came to, they asked him questions of, you know, because people were concerned if if somebody had taken this kid, and so you know they asked him various questions. One of the questions was, if uh, you know, it, you know, what happened? Where? Why did he go out? Or what happened to him? Generally, what happened to him? And the kid says is that he was outside with his sister playing, and suddenly he felt. That he needed to go into the woods. Hmm. And he walked in. um, Into the woods. And he remembers going in. Picking some flowers. And then that's it. He doesn't remember. He doesn't even remember being found. By one of the uh, CCC members. Uh, So he's not. (laughs) Yeah the CCC (laughs) members. Uh, So. He doesn't remember any of that. He doesn't remember how long he was out there. He doesn't remember what he did while he was out there. Other than he remembers that he went in and he picked a couple of flowers uh, that he thought maybe he can sell. Because that's what they were out there. Something really traumatic happened and then he just like blocked everything out. He just like blocked. He got like mentally wiped or something. And the the screams. Here's the thing. The screams. uh, I believe the the neighbors knew its baby was him or it sounded like him. Yeah. And his sister was like, it was him. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't even remember screaming. So that's the other thing. It's like, okay, so what? Like, what messed you up so bad? <laughs> yeah. 
But he was fine. Right, and he was fine. But um, from the article, I found this in an article, uh, they had also found various cases of missing children Mm. who disappeared right outside their family's home. And so that's something that's worth investigating. Um, a lot of the a lot of the investigation reports and a lot of the news reports uh, don't go into the full information because they didn't have enough information at that time. And also, these kids were never found. They're cold cases. So what happened to these missing kids? Uh, you know, it's 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 very you know, very daunting that no one knows what happened. They're very, they're, they're unsolved. And so, you know, that's like a whole other thing of, of another fucking section of this area of what happened to these fucking kids. That's such a dense area too. Cause from what I read, it's like, it's just a really good place for people to hide crime or Mm -hmm. shady shit like this. Right. right? So it's like, it's almost like the area just lends itself also to be like a good dumping ground for people to do weird right. stuff. Yeah. I mean, because I had even read something like I just came across something for the the Freetown State Forest area. Right. So. I mean, aside from all the crazy paranormal stuff, like mm-hmm. as recently as like May 2016, they had found wires that were stretched across frequently travel paths through the woods interesting so they think that it had a sinister purpose of like to catch off-road motorbike riders off guard as they're going through and that could decapitate them because of the speed and like the i guess the height of what they were placed that's that's crazy and i'm that's like okay very, who's doing that that you know is what very mean? fucked up that makes that me think there's still like weird sacrifice type stuff Satanic, going on or yeah shit. there's something right, very dark right, right, right. human element obviously but like very dark going on yeah that is very fucking weird uh yeah i mean that is very possible i mean if they were part of a cult in the 90s maybe in the 70s they're probably you know older and maybe even recruited other people uh to do this type of thing so yeah i could definitely see that uh some of the other strange stuff that's occurring in the woods uh this article and i know you read something uh uh, kind of resembling to what i'm about to talk about Mm -hmm. is you know the orbs right Um, oh my god the orbs (laughs) one of the fall river police was seeking the mysterious child in the woods where an orb was seen flying through the town and through the area and through the woods and a lot of people talked about it doing you know calling the police hey look i'm seeing this unknown object flying around and uh, you know the police went to go find you know what was happening uh some people were saying they also saw what looked like mary maybe a parachute of some sort some Mm. kind of weird flying parachute but with nobody attached to it and it sounds like (laughs) and and sounds like a fucking maybe a ufo or some weird dome looking thing uh, Sergeant Michael Ryan, who went, who was on duty at the time, went to go investigate to see what was happening, what were these people seeing, and trying to find this fucking like orb and fucking parachute and everything that you know was being reported at that time and at that day, um, they couldn't find anything, and so there was these numerous amounts of sightings of people seeing orbs 
in the woods like orbs just floating about running or going through the woods like if mm-hmm. they're searching for something or some people think it's maybe a ghost like a spirit like, like a, a ghost yeah or some people have have described no it, it you know it, it it went up high and then it went low and then it went through the woods some people were saying it was zipping through the like woods, way more animated than way the usual. more animated nothing to to appear or to say or suggest that it is a ghost because of the altitude it was it was flying so it, it and the speed like almost like was, an intelligent like an intelligence was behind it so it's very interesting type of thing uh, so I know you found some stories that uh, about orbs, right? Yes. And so like usually when I think of an orb, I think of like, you know, like a ball of light or something that you photograph, right? And it comes out like a whitish or bluish. Right, right, right. So these are not those kinds of orbs. But I did come across two that sound like they maybe saw the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so first witness account is this person who was... Uh, he was going down this road, um, like a narrow country road in the area, and just joyriding, right? And then they stopped to look at the foliage and the scenery. It's a very heavily wooded area. It's like six in the evening, and like in the road in front of them, they see like a large black ball-like object. And I say ball-like because it was round, but the part that was touching the road was flat. So... It's like a beach ball size, right? And mm-hmm. it's not shiny. So, again, somebody who describes like a matte black, right? They stop the car like 20 feet away from the object and it's smack in the middle of the lane. Right. And so he uh, opens the driver's door, kind of gets out of the car halfway to see if there's any sound or like to see what it, what it is. It's very quiet. But then when he gets back into the car to like try to drive around it, the object started mm-hmm. to vibrate loudly it was very strong vibration to the point where like the steering wheel he could feel the the vibration through the steering wheel with his hands right and then and this is where it gets really weird the round top part of this orb like object began to cave in on itself and so this beach ball size thing actually shrinks down to the size of about like a football Oh, wow. And he says that he got this weird tingly feeling in his hands and legs, almost like a pins and needles feeling. And yeah. at that point, he's like, just didn't decide to drive around the object and just stayed to watch it. And he says they lifted like a foot off the ground and this big swooping motion, it just like flew above the tree line and disappeared. And he's never seen anything like it. Um, so that was that on that one, right? Mm-hmm. And then I came across another one where it was two people. And this one was, like, very similar, but maybe even weirder. Because it was three people in the vehicle, right? right? So it's this guy, his wife, and a friend. And they're all going home at night on uh, the 195 highway. Mm -hmm. They're going towards a town called Providence. And so... You know, they're all in the vehicle just listening to music when all of a sudden they see this black orb on the side of the road and they're like, oh, what the fuck is that? Right. And in their case, they didn't see it on the ground. It was kind of like hovering above the ground. Hmm. So they go past it and then they're like half a mile past it and they're like, like, I wonder if we should go back and look at that. Like, what the fuck was that? Right. They decide like, no, let's just go home. Fuck that. It, yeah, like I would too. Yeah. But... <laughs> 
So they continued down what they consider to be 195 Highway Road or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they realized that they're actually in, have arrived to Taunton, which is another town, right? Right. And they're like, we never got off on an exit. We were going straight on this empty 195 road the whole time. And now somehow they're like miles away from the 195 road mm-hmm. in the center of what's considered Bridgewater Triangle. Because Taunton is like, if you look on the map, it's like right in the middle um, of this three-town triangle right. area. So they, like, whip out the GPS and they figure out how to get home. But they're, like, they, all of them swear that, like, as stupid as it sounds, that they somehow, when they passed that object, that it, like, wiped them into the other area. That's so weird. Because they, they have no idea how they got there. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, they looked at maps and they are, like, even if, they somehow made an exit, which they didn't. They don't know how they would have ended up where they ended up. Like, yeah. it still wouldn't have gotten them there. That far. Well, and they just wouldn't have led them to where they were. Right. It like doesn't that, make sense. The, no, no exits would have gotten them there anyway, even if they had taken them. So. That is so strange. Yeah. It's like a little portal thing. Like a, Yeah, exactly. Like a portal. Like a weird jump Which is my portal. theory and all these things that they have portals. But. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of these areas that we've talked about, I mean, we've talked about, you know, like you said, Skinwalker Ranch. Um, you know, all these like weird triangle areas up in Alaska, you know, down to the, you know, you know other places like around Europe. Um, and, and all these places are very strange, you know, because it reminds me of these like portals, right? Mm-hmm. You know, strange portals. Um, Skinwalker Ranch is one of those ones that we've talked about numerous times. I think one of our theories was that our above Skinwalker Ranch may be some kind of stargate of some sort. Or below. Or or below. Because I feel like they get lost if it comes from the ground. Right. Too. And, it, you know, that's why they get all these. You know, if you could go back to our, our, our Skinwalker Ranch episodes, um, you know, you could hear our, our, our theories on it because, you know, we, we did an extensive <laughs> we amount of theories. <laughs> and uh, the, the interesting part is uh, watching Skinwalker Ranch the show, the TV series, uh, the docu series, they mentioned that as a possible, uh, a possible thing that's happening on Skin- Skinwalker Ranch. That show's interesting because they have like scientists on there, and they they're like a- the actual I don't know astrophysicists, what the going on. yeah, in there. <laughs> and so, very interesting stuff. I I strongly recommend the show. It's hitting a lot of points that you know we at the cloaked have talked about before and we talked about it like months ago uh, way before the show even came out in fact we even talked about the show premiering at some point and you know whenever and they now seeing it and, we're now, like, mm. and now seeing it so now looking at it at some of the, to- the some of the things that they're talking about it's currently on it's currently on i think they have like a, two more episodes to go or something like that um and and it's very interesting some of the things that they talk about and some of the things that they are interacting with. And it's a lot of the things that we talked about in, in our our talks about theories of what could be happening there. Uh, but there's a lot of things that are happening here in, in this area. And uh, some of the other smaller stuff that, you know, I, want, I wanted to kind of mention is this, uh, these reports here. In 1976, a huge black, killer dog was reported mm. um and within Edmonton, uh in, which is in the bridgewater triangle um a firefighter named philip kane who said he 
it was ripping out throats. Well, and it ripped out throats of two ponies, and it was terrorizing the community for several weeks. And you know, there was a lot of stories of the of this giant killer dog that was being seen. Uh, in 1993, a series of reports of a large, light tan cat, uh, the size of a Great Dane, was seen. It was it was dubbed the Mansfield Mystery Cat. Now, there's been a similar report in Europe and a lot of uh, in a lot of the farm areas uh, of people seeing a giant cat, which is very interesting that people are seeing that. Oh my God, um, cats like that even. Of the area, and that's the you other thing I mean? is like that they're not, yeah. Um, but a cat's the size of a Great Dane is very interesting. Now, in 1997, a law enforcement officer working a night shift in Bridgewater saw a very, very large triangle, a UFO triangle, and within uh, three or three white and two red star like lights coming out of it. Um, again, like I said, there's been a lot of UFO sightings uh, in this area, along with the the, the weird orbs. Um, and then for in 1970, for two days and two nights, Bridgewater State Police uh, had reports of attacks uh, of a, of a dog. Uh, they were looking for a giant bear, well, the size of a giant bear, and but then they found no bears. Uh, within these reports, but they found uh, reports of other things that sounded like it could be it, and that was that of a hairy, seven-foot-tall creature. Now that could have been the Bigfoot sightings that were that were that was happening in the 1970s. Uh, but these reports were heavily hit uh, back to back uh, in the 19 in 1970. It sounded like they tried to use the bear search thing. When they were really looking for the Bigfoot, right? On that one. Right, right. Because they were saying there's not even really bears in that area. In that area, yeah, exactly. So, like, what bear are you looking for? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just, I think this area is plagued with a lot of weird phenomenon. I mean, we talked about a, a, a good amount of things. Bigfoot sightings, Thunderbird, animal mutilations, Native American curses, um, I mean, there's just, it's everywhere. It's all over the place. I mean, everything from ghosts, stories, um, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if there is maybe a weird magnetic field in this area, maybe. Um, there could be a lot of reasons why there is just a magnitude of strangeness mm-hmm. happening here. Uh, what do you what do you think? What do you what is your what is your thoughts on the Bridgewater Triangle? What's going on in Bridgewater? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thinking, like what's go- literally everything's going on, Brian. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like the portal thing only because it seems consistent with some stuff that we've heard of other areas, right? Where right, right, right. And I feel like in a place where you have so many random things, like I want to feel like I almost feel like they're coming from all over, right? Right, right, right. So, how would they get there? How did they get <laughs> a there? Portal. Yeah, how did they get there? A portal. <laughs> I'm not that a scientist, but... <laughs> no, right. um, I mean, I think there's just, like... It's one of those places where maybe, like, there's been enough bad stuff that's happened that it just, like, it becomes, like, a magnet for even more of it. You know what I mean? Right. It just attracts. In addition to possible, like, UFO or whatever phenomena. Like, you right. have the... The negative history of the land with mm-hmm. the Native Americans and like, you know, there's already like 
you know, people died there, you know, like injustices happened. Right. And then <clears throat> coupled with like the more modern day, like killings and possible satanic, satanic this like, and that. Yeah. It's like, it just adds to it. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Uh, I mean, I, I would have to agree with that. You know, I think there's, you know, maybe not just the, the land, but what's happening on the land. You know, you talk about the curses. These are Native American curses. Like um, it keeps feeding it, it, I guess. You know, these sacrifices of these people, you know, the alleged sacrifices, um, the the missing people, you know, mm-hmm. these uh, the missing children. You know, you have UFOs, these orbs. These balls of fire floating about. And you have and, the woods, so it just like yeah. adds a great place for everything to conceal itself. And, and, and overall, I mean, anytime that, anytime, I feel like anytime there's the woods, and there, the it, adds the, <laughs> it adds a great amount of mystery because there's so much that could happen in the woods. I mean, a lot of these areas are so dense that you can't see too far ahead of yourself and and people who have lived out there uh who are on the run or escape some from something or they're escaping from some something else or their lives or whatever whatever's going on with 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 themselves they're the the woods is a great place to hide you know what i mean and it's just this uh, a lot of things can happen in the woods and it's very difficult to track uh these blind spots if you will mm-hmm. uh, because there's they're not being they're not being looked at they're not being guarded they're not you know there there are these large amounts of areas where people don't live in and so if you're out there you know by yourself you know you get lost and especially if you don't know how to navigate using a compass or you didn't take a compass and it's harder even harder to navigate uh, you didn't take a satellite phone. You didn't take, you know, the necessary tools to, you know, avoid getting lost out there. Uh, but then you have other things, you know, like the, we, we've talked about that are UFOs and, you know, these strange orbs and the Bigfoot and these, you know, cryptos that are out there. And I always say, take a picture, man, or or have mm-hmm. a body cam. You know what I mean? I know. Like have something like that. That could add credibility to yourself. If you're going to go out there and you're going to, you know, if you're in one of these areas, you're going to go out there, put on a a body cam, you know, so it can it can record what you're going to be seeing or tracking. Because if you don't have time to take out your phone and take a picture of it or video it um, or if you have a camera, you're not able to do it because you're filming yourself. um, You're not going to have it. that ability to record what's happening or what you're seeing you know i think a body cam is going to be a lot better uh, for that and definitely something that's a high res or just just any camera that can add some credibility to your story because i think a lot of that a lot of times people will discredit or dismiss you if you have a story but you have no video, no, no picture, yeah. you have no proof, so your story that has no validation. Especially in these times. Your story is not gonna have a whole lot of validation if you don't have anything that could say, here, this is what I saw, this is what I I took a video, I took a picture of it, and oh shit, you know, yeah, that is pretty weird. You know, and I think a lot of the time if when you have that, it just adds a major credit 
to your story. Even if it's blurry or something, Mm -hmm. it adds something to your story. Yeah, and that's the problem, too. It's like even when you do get a picture, sometimes it's so, like, poor quality or poor video quality that people are like, nah, it's fake. Right, 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 right. Or, you know, you can't even tell what that is, so you can't really say one way or the other. But, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that, you know, it's it's one of those things, man. You got you got to be prepared. Um, <laughs> hopefully you guys liked this episode. Uh, again, share, tell your friends, like, and give us uh, any feedback that you, you want to give. Uh, rate us on iTunes because that's how people are able to find us. Look us up on Twitter and Facebook. And hopefully you'll catch us on the next episode. Laters. Laters.